Technology is so fun. Especially when it does not work. So here we go. Take two. When these dads meet world, watching boy meets world. We grew up on the show, now we have kids. At host a podcast, we watch each episode and then share our thoughts and grades. When these dads meet world. They want you to take the rolls. Yes, we do want you to take those rolls. They are delicious. And they taste so good. Welcome back to Dad's Meat World. We're in the month of December and hope you're enjoying your Christmas season. Steve, the skeleton behind me, is enjoying his December. I do see a Christmas hat. Very nice. Yes, it's it's lit up. He, he is enjoying it. Uh, he's very festive. Tyler, how is your December treating you? Oh, you know... December, the beginning of December, is always a thing, because I do a thing called go take my gun into the woods, get up super early, sit there, and watch as a creature that doesn't actually have a real brain cell outsmart and outwit me and my family. So, I'm always exhausted at the beginning of December. No matter what I do, um, it's been good. Um, I've actually seen a lot of deer this year, so it's been kind of nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, took the wife out on a date on Friday night, so that was really enjoyable. Got to go see the new Hunger Games movie. Uh, if you're a Hunger Games fan, I do recommend it. Um, if you're not a Hunger Games fan... If you like a story about a twisted soul and they happen to be teenagers, you know, it might be up your alley. Hmm. So dark that twisted story for teenagers. sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So good times all around. Um, I don't really have too much complaints. And you know what, Brett? Fun fact. At least three thirds. No, yeah. Three thirds of our uh, shopping. Three quarters. That's what I'm looking at. Three quarters of our um, Christmas shopping is already accomplished. So, All right. Well, you know what that deserves. What's up with you, Brett? What's new? Oh, let's see. Oh, we're through all the busy stuff. Plays over... We're getting ready for winter one acts. Both Abby and Toby have been cast, so we're going to have those. We've got the winter band concerts coming up in two days. And then the all-city band concert, that's coming up after that sometime. So winter is busy. December is busy for us in a different way. I don't take a gun out in the middle of the woods to get exhausted. I just get exhausted a little bit at a time. Fair took the wife on a little impromptu date tonight more so christmas shopping but uh no movie for us but we did uh did watch an episode of community while we ate some chick-fil-a in the car in between stores so that was enjoyable what episode you watch abed's uncontrollable christmas oh that's a good (laughs) classic (laughs) hands down one of the best christmas episodes of a sitcom you'll see in a long time I agree completely. I, as much as I love Boy Meets World, Community has better uh, Christmas episodes. There's no way around it's it. It's December 10th. <laughs> they do. Maybe you we know should what? do a bonus was... episode and talk about that one. Who knows? Oh, we should. <laughs> well, I was thinking about, because uh, Netflix is really pushing that family switch where it's like Freaky Friday, except um, a fam- family, like dad and son switch, mom and daughter switch. And I'm like, there's a real creepy element to this movie that I don't want to think about. But then I was thinking like, what is, because in the in the woods, all I have time is to think about these type of things. What is a good like switch body movies or TV show episodes? And I was thinking about how uh, the community episode in the fourth season where Abed and Troy 
quote unquote switch places, <laughs> but then also Dean and Jeff switch places. Switch places. <laughs> so then we just end up having two Jeffs in an episode. And you're just <laughs> so much good, funny humor in that. There um, is. But also like Troy and Ovid being young and also being good friends and being willing to <laughs> support each other however oh, they yes. need each other. So much great stuff there. Yeah. Well, let's say we dive into our Boy Meets World episode for this week. Let's get to part two of the... Uh, the our first anchor. unofficial two-parter. Yeah. The Dana slash uh, uh, news uh, internship. <laughs> yes. Well, good-looking people, we're going to get into the 16th episode of Season 3 this week, Stormy Weather. Now, Eric's devotion to the TV station is affecting his grades and endangering his chances of graduating. Meanwhile, things start to heat up between Jonathan and Dana's mom, Susan, to Sean and Dana's horror. This episode episode was written by Jeff Minnell. This is one of his 53 credited episodes directed by Jeff McCracken. Originally aired February 9th, 1996 and currently enjoys an IMDb rating of 8.2. And it's time for everyone's favorite TV show. Vast emotional damage. It's a TV show, but it's game show. Vast emotional damage in which Tyler attempts to guess just the most random number imaginable. How many million people tuned in the first time this show aired? Now, our previous episode had a viewership of 18.6 million viewers for that first week in February. Tyler, how many? What's that? Million or billion? You said billion. Did I say billion? I meant million if I said billion. <laughs> yes, 18.6 million was the viewership of the uh, of episode 15. The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. Tyler, how many million with an M viewers do you think Stormy Weather got? You know what, Brett? I'm going to go with my heart this time, not my brain. And I'm going to go with 20 million. 20 million. You lost the showcase. We had a drop this week down to 16.4 million. That is a crime. This is a solid episode. This is why I don't like the Nielsen ratings is because an episode that is solid, even though people didn't get to watch it because of who knows what else is going on in their lives. They go, well, this was a good episode. The viewership was down this week. What can we do to get it up this week? Good Lord. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, or it was what it was. Do you know what's the the highest rated segment of a episode of a wrestling show ever was, Brett? Do you? What's that? It was a moment with The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and a guy named Mick Foley, who we'll see in this show later on, and them going through The Rock's history and bringing random people from his old life in to celebrate him. It's the highest ranking moment in any wrestling show ever. And it's the dumbest thing possible. Yet they keep trying to do these things because it was the highest rated segment ever. And it's like, what is the Nielsen rating really, Brett? What good does it actually do us? Because I'm going to say, Brett, I'm going to say it does no good for us. Well, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive right in because right. we're going to start off in the, in the uh, Matthew's kitchen. And uh, Eric apparently woke the family up singing at four o'clock in the morning in the shower. Hi ho, hi ho, because it's off to work. He has to go. Yes. And. The the internship, which was, I'm assuming originally it was just an after-school thing, now wants him there before school. Yeah. 
I already have a problem with this, Brett, because <laughs> I was a job coach. And so I know for a fact that there is no way. I mean, I get it's the 90s. I get it. But like today's standard, you could not do this. You could not mm-hmm. ask a high schooler to come in before and after school. It's one or the other. It's not both. Yeah. And no. so it bothers me of like, well, this is just for high schoolers. And it's like, okay, but you <laughs> have him working all sorts of hours. He's on call. Like he should be getting paid for this work. Yeah, like there's not thing- really, we, we don't know one way or the other if he's a paid intern, an unpaid intern. He makes references to being given the job at one point, so we kind of assume there's some payments being taken place here, but because he doesn't have any other job. Right. Oh, I don't know. There's a chance there's pay, but if it's pay, then it's even more alarming because he should not be allowed to clock in as he is and also Mm -hmm. be missing school on top of it, too, so... I have way more questions than there is answers. That's for sure. (laughs) Same here. Yeah. I also am curious who, who actually is in charge of this internship. Is he reporting to the station manager? Is it the news director? I mean, I'm I'm curious because we aren't ever given those details either. Is, I mean, yeah, it feels like it's just this, the, the, the manager because like, he's going to him for everything. Like it's mm-hmm. all like his, he's his personal assistant. Yep. So yeah, he's dropping the overnight ratings on his desk. He's taking his dog for a neutering. A neutering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we also find some fun facts behind the scenes of this news station that their, their sportscaster is also a clown for children's programming who, uh, taught Corey about, uh, uh, what was it? Tying his shoes. Potty training. Potty training. That's what it was. Yes. Morgan's not a fan of this clown. <laughs> no. But I mean, this is local news. Yep. So it's, it's a, a step above cable access. Life. And you know, you got to wear a few different hats if you're going to earn enough to live on. Mm-hmm. Well, this is actually a complaint I had with Sarah because we, we were rewatching Full House. And I'm like, how can Danny Tanner afford the lifestyle they have on just a local morning newscast? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not even like they're breaking hard news. It's just like puff pieces that they end up doing here and there. Like, I don't understand. We're talking a couple of hours on camera and maybe a couple of hours of prep time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also like, they'll leave like, and be like, well, we gotta be, you know, there in like 20 minutes. And it's like, there's no way you would show up for a TV or radio show 20 minutes or five minutes before you go to air. No. <laughs> oh, well, well, Eric's not going to give Corey a ride to school because he's got to go straight to the station. But, hey, uh, big brother's got a big brother, you know? Yeah. Corey can walk, right? No, you know, Corey's, uh, he's going to go walk to school. He's going to freeze his butt off and walk through life buttless. No, oh, you're good then. <laughs> yeah. He's a, Corey's being a little dramatic. Just a little bit. Um. But we do also find out. It's the end of the world. (laughs) As soon as he opens the door. I will say that is the most snow we have seen in three seasons on Boy Meets World. Yes, it looks like a real Pennsylvania winter. (laughs) It does. Thank you. Yes, it does. That looks like a pretty normal Pennsylvania winter. We also find out that this is two days before Eric's 18th birthday. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we're getting right in there. Eric's birthday is in February, at least at this point in the series. And this internship is the single most important thing that he has ever done in his life. Which 
from seeing what Eric has done over three years, I can definitely see that. He's, mm -hmm. He has put more effort and more focus and more attention and energy into this internship over these this this episode, you know, the drive he wanted to get it in last episode. And what we're being told has been going on in the background in this episode, what we'll see throughout this episode. I don't doubt that statement at all. Yeah. No, I mean, Eric's problem is exactly as he said, he's lazy and he has been lazy since the beginning of the show. So if he wants to be taken serious, he needs to not be so lazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah, he shows here that he can, when he puts his mind to it, he can do a whole lot. He just has to be willing to put his mind to it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's literally what Feeney tells him the whole time he knows him. Like, mm -hmm. if you actually try, when you actually put in an effort and see what will happen, you can succeed. Yep. Exactly. And so Corey's going to leave for school, but it's the end of the world. And we're <laughs> out from the teaser. We're going to come back in. To our first act, Eric trying to sneak into the, into class as it's letting out, I find is a nice visual gag. He's timed uh -huh. it up pretty well. He wants to sneak in as everyone's out, walk out of class, two thumbs up, great class, Mr. Feeney. But he calls Eric to task for missing out on classes, and he's in danger of not graduating because of the internship. You hear that from him, though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a nice, nice interaction between him and er, him and Mr. Feeney here where, you know, my attention's on school while I'm here. This is all it's on that that's going on. Then the beeper goes off. Got to go. And uh, he's going to pick up this uh, hair piece for the weekend anchor. Real, yeah. real panda hair. <laughs> Just a yeah, little I bit of white right there. It really bothers me that this news station is willing to contact a high schooler in the middle of school. Yes, it does. Like, Eric is being a 100% a yes man to everything. Any job he's willing to do, he's willing to take, he's willing to do everything. The problem is that his supervisor, whoever it's supposed to be, should say, you're only here for X amount of time. Mm -hmm. you only do jobs you can do while you're here. Yeah. And sadly, there are a lot of jobs out there that will act like this. Good looking people that will take advantage oh of when you're not there, they will try and make you be there basically. And I mean, in a job like this, when you're not there, you're not there. You're not supposed to yeah. be on the clock. You're not supposed to respond. Um, if you're a gopher, you're a gopher when you're there. This is a school internship for credit. And I think, honestly, if this is the way that this station is run, Eli's better off for not working for them. <laughs> well, it's an internship at a place that he was fired at. Mm -hmm. Or he quit at. So you got to wonder how much Eli has trust in them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're willing to go and do the news five minutes before they had a uh, weather guy. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. But we'll get there. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah. So we, we uh, transition over Sean and Dana studying in a position that wouldn't be conducive to anyone studying. <laughs> yeah, they're studying all right. Studying each other. Yes, they're studying each other. Uh, yes. And of course we get treated to TV making out and, uh, I have it written down here in my notes that it's a good thing. John walks in when he does. Yeah. <laughs> when we just look at your face. Oh, just look at your face. Look at your face. Oh, it looks better when you do it that. <laughs> Sean is just so 
unamused during this whole sequence. I mean, Dana, Dana tries to, to take the blame and everything, but the look on Sean's face is, as he's being made fun of from both ends is just priceless. Oh. <laughs> but uh, Dana's mom arrives to pick her up. And this is the yes. first of our clips that I'll have. Mom, this is Mr. Turner. This is old man Turner. <laughs> oh, yeah, my walker's in the shop. <laughs> John. Oh, uh, uh, Dana, we should get going. It was nice to meet you, Mr. Turner. Oh, gosh, call me John. Call me Susan. I just may do that. Okay, okay, let's go. Goodbye, get out. Keep moving. <laughs> What kind of disgusting display was that? What? I was just being friendly to your you girlfriend. You were all over oh, her. I was not. <laughs> you know, just for safety reasons, you know, if you're ever over there and I need to get a hold of you, uh, what's her number? 1-800-TAKE-A-COLD-SHOWER. <laughs> I'm not going to ask her out. Why, why, why can't I ask her? Because she's my girlfriend's mother. And frankly, there's something just sick about this whole situation. Go on, relax. I'm not going to call her. So we've got John and uh, Susan are uh, hitting it off right there. And by the way, we'll give you uh, Susan's uh, uh, Susan McGuire. It's played by Rosalind Allen or Rosalind Allen. I'm not sure how she likes her first name pronounced. First and only time we'll see her on Boy Meets World. 51 credits on her IMDb resume, including All My Children, Knight Rider, Star Trek The Next Generation, Seinfeld, Naked Gun 33 and a Third, Sequest 2032, Home Improvement, Titus, and a whole lot more. Uh, you know, they're, they're hitting it off, uh, her and Old Man Turner. Yeah, it's weird to me that she would, that Dana would refer to Turner as Old Man Turner. <laughs> yeah, even in the 90s, that was outdated. That was not something that you would normally hear. So, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Sean is very quick to catch on to this and, uh, he feels there's something sick about John and Susan potentially hitting it off, but it's uh, disgusting. Yeah. But Susan calls him from the car. <laughs> I didn't clip it, but the, the face John makes. Dear, dear younger viewers, once upon a time, when we did not have our cellular phones, people had to have phones in their cars in order to make a call that was not from their home line. Oh, yeah. So, if, if it wasn't installed in the car, yeah. well, then they didn't like a suitcase. To, uh, you know, you having a cell phone, but you still left it in the car because. Why would you need to put it in your pocket and take it anywhere? Mm -hmm. It needs to be always charging. <laughs> yeah. And since she's got a car phone, I'm going to guess she's got a pretty decent job, too. Yep. Yep. I remember some of those car phones. I remember riding with someone who had one that uh, we, we, it was a big, big deal to make a call from the car. So John's, John's mm -hmm. comment about... Susan, it's Dana's mom from the car. That was a big deal. <laughs> okay, but you can't tell me that Turner's family didn't have car phones before the rest of us had car phones. Oh, I'm sure they did. But it's been a while <laughs> since Turner's been home. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. Um, but we're going to wind up at the news station now. And we're going to meet Eric's hero, Cal Kilbride, who is played by one of my favorite guest actors on Boy Meets World, John O'Hurley. And this is the first of two appearances he'll make. Uh, he'll show up again next season on Singled Out. 158 credits on his resume. Shows like Frasier, Baywatch, Living Single, Melrose Place, Mad About You, Smart Guy, The X-Files, Family Guy, Sabrina and the Teenage Witch, The Mentalist, Phineas and Ferb, 
several Scooby-Doo incarnations, American Dad, Archer, SpongeBob SquarePants, and CISLA, various voice acting, acting gigs. But perhaps my personal favorite, uh, many more, by the way, I love him as Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. And I just can't see him without first seeing him as Jay Peterman. <laughs> And Cal okay. Kilbride is pretty much Jay Peter. <laughs> I mean, this guy kind of almost always plays like a famous person in the world of whatever oh, yes. sitcom he's in. <laughs> I was hoping so much that he was in a step-by-step, -step, but I couldn't. He's, he's never been in it, and I would have loved to have seen him in it. But Oh, well. Oh, well. But we get to meet the infamous Cal that uh, inspired Eric. And this is where we get the joke about, or we get the hear about Eric being the gopher for Pat. And uh, we get to hear Eric's backstory about his dream of being a weatherman, watching Cal as a kid and basically having the power to affect people's everyday lives, what they wear in the morning, you know, what, what do you do with their day? Mm -hmm. And, you know, Eric wants to be a part and impact people's worlds. Not yeah. necessarily in a in an evil way where he wants to control their world, but in a way that he wants to have an impact in the world. You kind of got the feeling like he wants to be able to just let people know, hey, this is what you should be aware of. You know, be just mm -hmm. you need to know this before you leave today. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. is very honorable. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, Eric's a very pure soul. Mm-hmm. He wants everyone to know exactly what they need to know. And uh, he's encouraged to go just meet Cal because they all work the same place, but only to approach him from his left. He's weird like that. So we get a nice little visual gag of Eric continually trying to be around on his left. And Cal, uh, no, 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 no. We're all the same boy from me at the top right on down to you. I don't believe in the pecking order. But uh, once he gets pants hemmed and takes him off right there in the newsroom, which Aside from the one guy who looked at him oddly, no one else really seemed to notice. So this is clearly not the first time Cal's done this to a gopher. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, he's not even a real celebrity. No, no, he's just a local weatherman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just kept wondering, Brett, do you think... Eric never brings up the whole weatherman thing because he doesn't want to get made fun of by like Feeney or like told you can never do that. So don't try to pursue it. I think that's a possibility. And I think especially with Feeney, he might feel like that Mr. Feeney would say that's beneath him. Mm -hmm. Or not a worthwhile aspiration. So we get a little, a little, a little interstitial here where uh, Eric runs into Eli in the hallway, and uh, uh, Eli is reminding him he needs to get to class. That you know he's missing too many classes. Recognizes the hairpiece that Eric's picked up as the weekend, uh, weekend anchorman's. Eric blows him off, so Eli follows him to the station. And uh, reminds him he's not a strong enough student to be missing so much school in favor of the internship. I, re I love how Eli is pursuing Eric. And uh, <laughs> he's like, Mr. Uh, oh, shoot. I blanked on Eli's last name again. But anyway. <laughs> Williams. Williams, there it is. Mr. Williams, you know, you've... you've you got all these other students, but yeah, but I'm missing one. You, and he's and he's driving this point home to Eric that I'm missing you. You're important, mm -hmm. and I'm here for you because you need to be in my class. This is good. This is important, but it's not as important as why you're here. And of course, yeah. the. Uh, uh, we did, we failed to mention Cal's going on vacation, and so there's yes. a replacement guy coming in. Which and he's MIA. No, no one knows where he is. And I do love that uh, Eric tries to say, 
Oh, Mr. Williams, you overshot the school by six miles. So did you. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I like that. They got a good little repartee going. Mm-hmm. Um, some nice little visual gags here. Eli gloating with Pat as the uh, they're struggling to try and find someone to cover weather. Can't get mm-hmm. Arnie to do it or Artie to do it because he's half clown. Even though you could frame him well enough that you could. Um, you could. And really, is is he going to do the clown stuff that close to the broadcast that he couldn't just take the pants off? But mm. oh well. It's still a fun visual gag. And Eli just kind of looking at his watch right there by Pat. But uh, Eric's going to get a chance to go on the weather. Go on TV yeah. and do the weather. It's a last-minute fill-in. Yeah. You stand here, you hit your mark, you grab your clicker, you smile, here you go. And as long as you're not actually do, as long as everything's there for you, if you're just presenting, it's easy to do. If it's mm-hmm. all there for you, yes. Now, actual meteorologist going to do a lot more than that. But if someone's just presenting the information, yes, Eric can stand in very well to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So just a fun note. Go ahead. I was saying I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our stage manager is Matt Kirkwood. You might recognize him. This is the third of seven times he'll show up. Um, you were going to see him on the Eskimo and Eric Hollywood coming up, among others. Um, he's also going to be one of our chubbies. Um, we uh, last saw him on camera as a photographer for uh, Model Family. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is going to be one of our chubbies. Nice. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, Eric's going to go on. He's going to do fine. But I'm curious while he's there, we, we've kind of figured in our heads that Pat's kind of the guy that's, if not running the internship, at least well enough at, connected to it why doesn't eli talk to pat about this while he's there you think he would but on the same token it's tv yeah because it's eli's journalism class and yes it's episodes got an episode 101 or 095 but it's eli's journalism class it's pat the station manager they have a previous relationship it's a student who's in danger of not graduating because he's spending more time at the internship than he is at school. I mean, all the pieces are right there. Why, why do we not have the teacher talking to the guy in charge of the internship? Just a, a curious thought to put out there. <laughs> I Honestly, Brett, it's just so that we can get to the stuff later on. You know the answer yeah. to that. It's that nice agubwa. It is. It is. <laughs> yep. But uh, we get, find out Eric gets to do the weather at 5 o'clock and at 10 o'clock. Which is a nice, that's a nice long chunk of time. Yeah. And uh, he goes home to the kitchen. We've got uh, Alan, Amy, Mr. Feeney all around the table. Mr. Feeney's been filling them in. And Eric's going to get a chance to make up all the missed work that he's had with a 2,000-word essay on Reconstructionism Yep. Uh, during the Civil War. Great. Uh, what do I have to do? 2,000-word essay on Reconstructionism after the Civil War. Fine. Done. When do you need it? On my desk by 3 o'clock Friday. Ooh, not my five-day forecast. I'm on call all week. <laughs> well, put it in your forecast, pal. You're doing that essay. Oh, Dad, I can't possibly do both, and you can't be asking me to give up the station. I mean, I finally found something I'm good at. This isn't a discussion. Eric, think about this. I have, and I'm going back to the station. I mean, that is where I belong. I don't belong in the back of some classroom pretending to listen. No offense, Mr. Feeney. (laughs) Eric, you see, that is your problem. You don't listen. Dad, look, I'm going to be 18 tomorrow in, like, less than an hour. I think I can make my own decisions. Eric, I urge you to reconsider. There's nothing more to think about. Eric, are you or are you not going to go to school tomorrow? 
I'm not going. Yeah, this is the part of the episode where Eric is really making really poor choices. Yep. I mean, he's been handed a chance, and Eric's not thinking through, okay, I don't go to school, I drop out of school, what happens when the internship finds out my school internship is me not going to school? (laughs) What happens there? I mean, it's great that he found something that he's so passionate about and he's so good at, but he's not thinking far enough ahead. No. Yeah. But we're going to come down at breakfast the next morning. Morgan can't believe she's related to a dropout, and she's going to be the first Matthews to graduate from college because she doesn't have much hope for Corey graduating. Yeah, a lot of talking down to Corey, even though he is going to go to school and be just fine. Yeah. Did you realize this is an episode? There, There's three episodes throughout the whole run where Corey and Sean don't have a scene together, and this is one of them. Huh. <laughs> well, Corey wishes Eric a happy birthday um, and leaves. Uh uh, Eric slept like a baby, and Alec kind of under his breath mutters, yeah, because you are one. <laughs> and we get a uh, another clip here. I know that last night was like a dream come true to you. Look, Mom, I know where this is going, and I know what I'm doing. I'm going back to the station. And I'm going to yell. Alan, it is not going to help. No, I'm not going to remain quiet while my son makes the biggest mistake of his life. Now, you may be some big-shot weatherman down at Channel whatever it is, but here, you're still my son living in my house. Yeah, but I'm 18 today. Fine. You want to play adult? Then let's play. Uh, You want to continue sleeping in that room of yours upstairs? You pay rent. Car insurance. You pay that, too. Uh, Groceries. Are you starting to get the idea? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get that you two don't realize how important this job is to me. And you know something? If paying rent is my birthday present, well then, happy birthday to me. Here. You want your rent? Here. Here is your rent. Well, breakfast anyway. Eric. What? Happy birthday. Thanks, Mom. And what I don't clip there is Alan refusing to even say happy birthday to Eric and walking out of the room. And it's at this, honestly, it's at this point in the episode, I've, I've always loved the episode, but it's at this point where, as a dad, that it really starts to hit home because just knowing my temperament, I can see myself slipping into that mode that Alan slips into and just walking away knowing how hurt Alan is and how upset Alan is, I can see myself doing that, even though I I would want to do better in that moment. What about you, Tyler? How would you do? (sighs) It's such a hard moment because on one hand, you have to give credit to your child for standing up for themselves and what they believe in. However, even though when someone's 18, they're still a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no way else around it. Like, Eric is not magically more mature on the day he turns 18 than he was the day prior at 17. Mm-hmm. So, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So. All of a sudden, it's after 9 p.m., and Sean and Dana are waiting for John and Susan's date to be over. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking this scene was supposed to happen in Act 1, but it was getting too long. (laughs) Probably. Oh, yeah. It's kind of of a funny little joke. They're they're trying to figure out uh, what the number for the Italian restaurant they're at is. And, oh, there's more than one. (laughs) Yeah. And it's at this point, they get home, the interrogation of John, I'm looking for lip prints. Uh, you're seducing, your mom's seducing my buddy. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah, they get real personal with each other very quickly. They do. It's so over the top. It's I laugh every time. And uh, they, you know, guys, we we sit down. We wanna we wanna have a talk. Oh no, we're sisters. sisters. (laughs) But they decide that it's gonna be too awkward if they if they keep dating for for Dana and Sean. So they're not going to. And uh, that upsets Dana that her mom's not good enough for Mr. Turner. And yeah, even she though she's out. just complaining about him. <laughs> it's just a messy situation all around. <laughs> yeah. So we'll leave that. Eric's doing the weather cast at the station. Uh, another fill-in day for him. We get to the end of it, and it's a happy birthday uh, for him. Uh, before that, he gets to wish Mr. Feeney a hundredth, a happy hundredth birthday because uh, Mr. Feeney's going to keep the school open with 32 inches of snow coming. Um, but the whole news station wishes Eric a happy birthday. But uh, afterwards, the broadcast is over. Um, Pat tells informs Eric that he's got a real weatherman coming down from Boston. Um, that he couldn't really give just give Eric the job because he's you know he's just a kid and uh, you know he didn't just expect him to to hand in the job full time really you know but uh, and so we'll pick up another clip here. I love being an intern here, so I'll see you tomorrow, bright and early. Hey, now after being on the air, you really think you can go back to being a gopher? I got to do something. I mean, I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like. Kind of dropped out, you know, to give you guys 100%. Oh, Eric, we, we, we got a problem here. You do know the internship's only open to students. No. No, 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 Pat, don't do this to me. I mean, you can't take this away from me. This is all I have. I got no place else to go. This, this whole thing, it's not fair. Look, Eric, I, I, I tell you what. After college, you give me a call, I'll be happy to give you a job. You're, you're, you're a good man. Parents should be real proud. Eric discovers just what we were talking about, that without school, there is no internship for him. Yep. Well, and it also feels like Eric was hoping that this little temporary gig was going to keep going probably till Cal was back from vacation and you know I don't know maybe he just could be the weatherman from now on or backup weatherman or whatever yeah I'm curious what his long-term dream was like we never get to hear it said out loud we just kind of have to infer yeah yeah but he's lost everything in one day Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's that loss of immediate feeling of support that he had from the school and people chasing him down to get papers and information, and that's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the reasons why anytime a teenager, whether I was in high school or not, would say, "I think I'm going to drop out," I go, "Do not drop out." As regards to how hard it feels right now, it's only going to get harder if you drop out. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Stop licking me. But uh, even the cake is not real, though. So he doesn't even get a real cake. It's a prop cake. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's TV. Oh, yeah. Things mm-hmm. aren't what they appear. Yep. But Alan comes down to visit. Eric doesn't want to fight. No, Alan actually just came down to see see the station and see what he you know where he works and yeah and to it's admit a real good olive branch it is it really is he comes down he takes his his Phillies hat off um or not Phillies his Eagles hat off he uh he wants to see where his boy works you know they look it looks so much bigger on TV and um but when Eric turns around to get some coffee, Alan admits there's another reason he came down, and it's to admit that he blew it. And I clipped a big chunk of this because Alan says it better than I could. You know, after high school, I never went to college. I went right into the Navy. 
I know that. Yeah, well, what you don't know is how angry my dad was. Angry enough not to wish you a happy birthday? I deserve that. Well, he took out all his frustrations on me the way I did on you, and things were never the same between me and him after that. Look, I don't have to agree with what you did. I mean, dropping out of school made life a lot harder for me, but that gives me no right to turn my back on you. You're my son. Always. I know that. And I don't want to make the same mistake my father did. Neither do I. Happy birthday, son. Happy birthday, Dad. And I, I love just how transparent Alan is with Eric there that his reaction this morning was exactly the same thing that his dad, the way that he reacted to him. And he is attempting to break out of the behaviors that he saw in his dad that he doesn't want to emulate. And so he's working in his life to change. And I just love seeing an example on even 30 years ago on TV of a parent being willing to admit to their kid that they were wrong. And yeah. I love seeing that type of transparency. Yeah. Well, it's Alan tries to not be what, how he was parented. Mm-hmm. You see that all the time. He tries to listen to them. He tries to take their thoughts and opinions and have time for them. Like his dad sometimes wouldn't do for him. And, you know, as much as I joke about how I'll respond to things the way my dad did, you know, I personally feel like I had a good dad that if I do act or become like him, you know, it's not actually a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I've learned even with my little guy apologizing for the times you're wrong is huge for their development. Um, You know, especially for raising young men, if they don't know that they're supposed to apologize when they mess up and they're just supposed to hunker down and say, well, I'm right and that's the way it's going to be. You know, that's no way for them to grow up and learn. And eventually they're going to hit a wall and it's either they hit me as the wall or life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Eric's going to return to school and give Mr. Feeney his 20,000 word essay. Okay. That is ridiculous. Twenty thousand words. Uh, that was that's commitment. Yeah. Um, I love the little visual gag too. Well, two thousand. Wow. Well, this will do for it. <laughs> Rips off a handful of pages. But Mister Feeney's not playing. Do you think it's that simple? Just come back like that. All's forgiven. But Eric's got to basically get down on his hands and knees here, too. Like, I just got my butt kicked in the real world. Well, you lost a job. Go find another one. Without a high school diploma? I don't know if you realize this, but it's hard to do that, Mr. Feeney. I, I need this. I need someone to cut me some slack. Basically, he's admitting to Mr. Feeney exactly what Mr. Feeney needs to hear to show him that Eric has learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. And I love the little moment at the end here where when Mr. Feeney has told him, okay, you can come back. And he says, don't hug me. <laughs> but Eric sits at the front of the room then. Yeah. But it's also that part of like, he needed to hear from his dad. I'm sorry for the way I responded, but he needed to apologize for his actions. Mm-hmm. Because he hurt his dad and his mom by the way he responded. But he did also hurt Feeney. Like, mm-hmm. 
not it wasn't that long ago that Feeney gave a recommendation for Eric. And yeah. now, you know, after spending the whole year saying, I want to go to college, I want to go to college. Well, you're not going to get to college if you drop out of school. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I don't want to say this and be offensive, but it's not like Eric doesn't have the ability to turn things around and become an, a weatherman someday. Like, that is not out of the realm of possibility. No. And it does bother me that it's like, Oh, yeah, for a little bit, that was his dream. But who cares about that dream? Let's just make him a random politician. <laughs> yeah. But that's years down the road for this podcast to worry about. Or is he in the CIA, Brett? Because <laughs> there they take care of you. Or they kill you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Eric... Eric sits down to actually learn something. Yes, sits down the front, focuses, pays attention. And then in the tag, Sean and Dana are on a date at Chubby's. Her mom and John have both moved on. John's meeting a date at Chubby's. Turns out he's hitting on Dana's aunt. Sean yeah. says they're going to be cousins. They both look at each other and they do the sitcom scream as we get the closing shot of Chubby's exterior. And that is our episode. Yeah, and that's it for Dana. For now. For now. <laughs> so, Tyler, are you ready for the deep dives? People, 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 people. Am I the only one who read the summer reading list? The stuff about labor laws is being difficult. From what I remember as my time like there was a short amount of time for like 16 to 17 year olds could work like during the school year they could not go over i want to say it was like 16 hours mm -hmm. um but like when it came to anyone that was over 18 sky's the limit they could work as much as they wanted to um it was mostly just those that were under that 18 threshold had limitations. Um, I think if they were 14, they, it was even less too, but I can't fully remember. But it was supposed to be like, you can only really work like two hours a day, maybe three at most, or like on a weekend working like an eight hour shift essentially. Mm -hmm. um, so, that those same rules should apply to this, even if it's unpaid internship, like someone who's a high schooler should not be at the beck and call of a corporation like that. But talking about um, people turning 18, Brett. So here's some things that someone needs to think about and worry about whenever they turn 18. Well, for starters, um, people that turn 18 can properly uh, own property without anyone else having assistance. Uh, they can vote in elections. They can serve on jury. They can get married, get a tattoo, gamble, or enter a binding contract, uh, all without the oversight or consent of their parents or guardian. I will say that the uh, um, you have to do selective service Mostly if you're a boy, I can't, I think most of the states are still just boys, but, uh, essentially what that means is if there ever needs to be a draft, then you are registered for said draft. Hopefully that'll never happen, but apparently there's about a fine of about $250 for anyone that does not actually fill out the paperwork for it. If your child is 18, is some some things for you, Brett, uh, not that long from now. Uh, so things are recommended for money-wise would be opening up a bank account, applying for a credit card, or a, report, or a credit report, financial literacy 101, update their insurance, watch out for account changes, uh, obtain a HIPAA release, Sign a healthcare proxy and power of attorney. 
sign a FREPA waiver. Family, uh, the Family Educational Rights Act. Privacy Act. Okay. And then creating a will. So these are all things that would be helpful financially for uh, your child to be taken care yeah. of. Do you want to know what the weather was like in uh, February? I would love uh, to know what the weather was like in February. Yes. Well, uh, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven days in February 1996 that actually snowed. Uh, one of those days was February 3rd. The high was 21 and the low was 14. February 16th, apparently uh, the high was 30 and the low was 20, 22. So not many days of like real, real snow, but those are like the few days that had like hardcore snow. Uh, apparently the first weatherman was a guy named John Jeffries. He apparently became weatherman in 1744. Uh, he was a Boston, Boston physician and one of America's first weather observers and began taking daily weather observations in Buffalo or Buffalo in Boston. Um, he also took the first balloon uh, weather observation over London in in seventeen eighty four, and carried a thermometer, a barometer, and a hydrometer uh, to the height of nineteen thousand feet. All right, so meteorologist Brett. Um, it is possible to become an intern for a meteorologist. So one of the criteria for getting an internship like that is that you must have a bachelor's degree in meteorology or a, uh, atmospheric science or to be in the process of completing the degree or have an excellent grade point average. You must determine if you want to report the weather on TV or work on research by choosing the internship. Interesting. So, basically, you gotta have a degree or be on your way to get the degree to get an internship, like what Eric was doing. Alright, so last thing, Brett, is dropping out of school. Uh, so these are uh, love facts about high school dropout rates. So, each year, over 1.2 million students drop out of high school in the United States alone. About 25% of freshmen fail to graduate from high school on time. The U.S., uh, which had the highest graduation rate in any developing country, now ranks 22nd out of 27 developed countries. The dropout rate has fallen 3%. From 1990s uh, to the 2010s, at from 12 to uh, 7.4. The percentage of graduating Latino students has significantly increased. In 2010, it was 71.4. Uh, uh, received their diplomas versus six. 61.4% in 2006. However, Asian American and white students are still far more likely to graduate than Latino uh, and African American students. A high school dropout will earn less or will earn 20 or 200,000 less than the high school graduate over his lifetime and almost a million dollars less than a college graduate. 2010, 38 states had a higher graduation rate. Uh, Vermont had the highest at 91.4% uh, graduating and 
Uh, Nevada had the lowest at 57.8 of graduating students. Almost 2,000 high school, uh, yeah, high schools across the U.S. graduate less than 60% of their students. These dropout dropout factors account for 50% of students who leave uh, leave school every year. Okay. One out of in six students attempt to drop out, uh, attend a dropout factory. One out of three minor students attend a dropout factory compared to 8% of white students. Uh, in the U.S., high school dropouts commit about 75% of crimes. So... In layman's terms, uh, if you're a parent, don't let your kid drop out. And if you are a youngster out there, don't drop out of school. Stay in school, good-looking people. Yeah. <laughs> well. Listen, I'm off the bandwagon of the college. If you want to do that, go for it. But you got to graduate high school. <laughs> well, with that said, good-looking people... Let's talk about what we learned. You know anything about the Odyssey? Huh? Did I say you could talk? I didn't teach you that. My friend Mr. Matthews will lead the discussion. Do I have to draw you a picture? What did we learn, Tyler? <sighs> there needs to be room for grace. Mm. And, you know, there's no way around it. Eric hurt Feeney. Eric hurt his parents. And both of them have to give him grace. And, you know, in school, I think a lot of kids feel like they're constantly messing up and constantly not doing the right thing. And, you know, eventually they'll figure it out and they'll be able to do real world and, you know, they'll they'll be okay. And unfortunately, I personally feel like I mess up way more in real life than I ever did in school. <laughs> um, you know, it's also, that's a time period to learn more about who you are. And I think, uh, you know, if there's people around you that's willing to give grace and you're willing to give grace, the world can be a better place. Well said. I learned that, uh, well, I already knew life is not fair, but uh, be there for your kids, especially when they're making choices that are going to bite them in the butt. They need to learn from their mistakes, but they need you to walk alongside them as they deal with the consequences, not to take the consequences from them, but to help them learn how to handle them. Yeah. I also learned I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're almost done. <laughs> Yeah, I could just just a, just just one more, two more things to go, and we're done. You're sucking up to me as hard as I can. Tyler, yes. what would you grade Stormy Weather? Oh, this is an A plus. Mm -hmm. We talked before. I think this was in our top ten uh, episodes, but yeah, this yeah is it was. Incredible. It's A plus. And also the through lines from last episode really build on to ha having more in this episode. So yeah. A plus all around. And even Corey, as little as he's in, there's you're still learning about him. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Although I realized as I was watching it right before we recorded Brett during the time in which Henry was like, I don't want you to record tonight. Um, he had a different hat on. It was a gray hat. Mm -hmm. So somewhere along the way, Corey has now lost his blue hat as well. <laughs> yep. I'm giving it an A plus two. Um, yeah, it was in my top tens. It's any, any of the issues that we have with it, I can overlook because the story is exactly what needs to be told. And Eric learns the exact lessons he needs to learn he gets away from his goals of wanting to go to college. And I mean, he learns them in a harsh way. He really yeah. does. And we get to see him come back to Mr. Feeney, especially 
apologizing the way that he needs to. Yeah. So, you know, to quote uh, Lois from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, you don't get the easy road. You got to work hard. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what life has decided. <laughs> you have to work hard. You have to do all the things. And eventually you'll get where you want to go, but you have to do it the long way. Yep. So, <laughs> and if Eric really wants to be a weatherman, he's got to take the long way. Yep. Well, I owe you a dad joke. There you do. And then we can let you go to sleep. <laughs> That'd be nice. So, uh, I can't believe someone came into my house last night and they stole all my fruit. I'm just peachless. <laughs> Very nice. And with that, we are heading out good looking people. You can uh, reach us on our social profiles at Dad's Meat World on Twitter slash X, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. You can send us an email at dadsmeatworld at gmail.com. We've still got our t-shirt contest going on. Yep. It's looking like you and I, Brett, uh, are going to be giving like each we're other gonna t-shirts. We're going to be giving each other t-shirts for Christmas. Uh. <laughs> I'm thinking one more episode, Brett, and then... I'm thinking so too. I'm going to check when we're done recording, but I'm thinking uh, we're going to be getting each other t shirts. Uh, if the good looking people aren't going to be sending us emails. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And uh, you know what? Good looking people, we love you. We do. We so, do. Uh, we love give you. us some likes and loves and uh, some five star reviews if you think we're worth it. And uh, let other people love this, uh, this holiday yeah. season. Let's bring some good looking people into our, our crowd here. Yeah. Tell them Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year and all the other holidays. Indeed. Well, Tyler, until next time, I'll see you good looking. You're good looking. You know, how can I learn so much every week and still be so stupid? Dazme World is a production of Head First Studios. Head First Studios. Tell your story. All right. We'll just pretend the deep dive bumper played then because it's not playing. There must be an issue with the video. People, people, people. Am I the only one that paid attention to that did the summer reading list? Oh, that stop chewing on that. Stop. Stop. Sorry, puppy dogs are beside me. Um, mm-hmm. Stop licking me. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs>